Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode of Bible Brothers, the podcast where we read the Bible from front to back and talk about it and think about it and laugh about it along the way. My name is Robert Padnick, and with me, as always, Dan Klein. Hi, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> thanks for creating this podcast with me. Thank you for jointly creating this podcast and being <laughs> on it at our prearranged time that we yes. meet every week. Um, how's it going? <laughs> Uh, pretty bad. I think we, yeah, we were just talking about how our days were. were yeah, mine were, was bad too. Yeah, we had a bad, just you know, quarantine life. But well, we're gonna... that great reason to read the Bible is maybe, maybe not to be cheered up so much, oh, but to point. oh, absolutely you know, for for solace, solace to under to to uh, recognize the human condition. That's totally like. Well said. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, we had a bad day and often people turn to the Bible and um, maybe that'll happen today. So yeah. I would say based on the last story we heard, I can't imagine, you know, you're, you had a bad day, you're kind of, <laughs> you're, you're like, ah, things didn't go my way. Let's just open the Bible to a random page. Oh, this, this guy's daughters, this guy's stuck in a cave and his two daughters decide they need to have sex with their dad to... Because there's no other people on the earth, but even though there does seem to be a town next door full of people, and anyway, on two consecutive nights, they drug their dad and sleep with him. Even though the two consecutive nights is obviously the plan that you would have to do, something about doing it two nights in a row really upsets me. It was kind of like a like a that movie. It's like the gore porn, you know, where you're like, there's something kind of hurt, like a horror movie where you're just like, ah, oh, they're going back. Yeah, nothing again. Oh no, it's not ending. (laughs) Yeah, they just have to sit through it again. And poor uncle, wait, was no, their dad, poor drunken dad is just like, boy, I had two crazy drinking nights. I I gotta take it easy. Man, the two times that people have been mentioned drinking in the Bible have not turned out well for either. People drink so hard, they (laughs) black out. (laughs) These Jews can't hold their liquor. And it often ends with some sort of cursing a nation for the rest of eternity. Or what seems like maybe starting a nation. Or starting with, a nation. Um, yeah, right. This could have a happy ending. This could be like, for all we know, like we're descended from that whole dad situation. <laughs> oh, no, no. But maybe so. We'll find out. I hope it mentions us in the next list of names. Um, before we get to it, though, we have exciting news. We mm-hmm. have a new patreon subscriber who we want to thank on the show and his yes. name is daniel averett who um gave us a five star a wonderful glowing review on itunes and something that should really be pointed out is that if you click his name on itunes it says how many reviews he's done uh-huh. and he's only done two reviews one of them being ours which was five stars what's the other and one the other one was for fruit ninja and it was an iPhone game. Yeah, from 2011. And it was four stars. So it wasn't a perfect score. And the all it said Ooh. was real fun. And That's Fruit it. Ninja is quite popular. And the, yeah. so he's saying that we're <laughs> better. Yes. I mean, there's no other conclusion you can come up with that wow. we are better. So thank you for that. Thank you for helping us um, pay, pay for, for the, the podcast. podcast and be able to keep recording while we are apart. And yeah, very kind of you. We really appreciate it. And as a reward for our patrons, uh, Robert and I are starting to produce some premium content. Oh, um, yeah, right. We had a great talk. 
with um I I'm gonna get this wrong again. I'm not even gonna try it. Your relative. It is a he is relatively my relative, but we have no blood link at all. But he is my sister in law's father. And he is a um former minister. A minister? Former minister and a theologian. And he answered many of our questions from early on in the episode. So we were dealing with Noah's Ark and the creeping thing. The creeping thing comes up a lot. So that was really interesting uh, to talk with Tom about that. So patrons, look out for that on our Patreon page. And if you haven't already, please. Please. Begging you. (laughs) (laughs) We're begging you. We just want to be hugely popular and successful. That's all. That's all. And we want to get this religious podcast to number, I think, like 98 or wherever we're not. Oh, yeah. We were like 105 at one point. So let's try to bump. Let's get into the double digits, baby. Yeah, that's all we ask. Double dig. And look, let's be honest. Once we get that, we'll probably be asking for more. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's not going to end there. We're thirsty. Yes. And if once we get to the top, we'll just make another podcast and just keep doing it. It'll be so lonely at the top. (laughs) It'll feel good for a minute. We'll have champagne and cigars. Even before the cigar burns out, we will be depressed. Definitely. You can even see it. I don't know if you've been watching any of The Last Dance, the Chicago Bulls. Oh, yeah. It's the first one. Uh But like you could feel it that when they're celebrating, there's also a bittersweet hint there of like, oh, uh, no. Oh, no. I'm not (laughs) playing basketball now. (laughs) This is what I want. Let's climb to the top. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's climb to the top with uh, Genesis chapter 20. Ah, yeah. Great. All right. 20. That's a big number. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I truly don't know. I think we're kind of like at a chapter, I mean, a a classic chapter break, right? I just couldn't tell you what we're going to be talking about next. Things have gotten so Looney Tunes in the Bible. Yeah, we really, the the last few things have been circumcision, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, incest. Have been like the last three The Bible after dark. I mean, this is getting hot. Steamy stuff. Well, open your Bibles. Chapter 20, verse 1, and here we go. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur and sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, She is my sister. And Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. Oh, so he's doing he's doing the thing again. He's doing his like little shtick, he, where he says that Sarah, his wife, is his sister, so no one takes her. Is that? But what then, I'm... like last time, the pharaoh did, and this time, the king is. So it's always like leaders are really intrigued by her, and it always backfires, and a leader just immediately takes her because he didn't say is the wife. Okay, well, he's trying again. It's funny. You think now that he's Abraham, he wouldn't. Um, do this yeah, kind of shenanigans. That was that seemed like Abram type crap. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you could change his name, but you can't change the man. Can't change him. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. <laughs> God, I cannot believe that the the phrase "you're a dead man" yeah. come from God. 
God, yeah. You're Who dead said man. it? Who said it best? God. It's interesting. Yeah, God is like more furious. Abraham is already checked out, but God is like, do not do this. You're a dead man. Abraham can do whatever he wants because he has this enforcer known as God who just comes to his dreams. Freddy Krueger style. Freddy Krueger style says, you're a dead man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, what a crazy nightmare. So scary. Okay. But Abimelech had not come near her. And he said, Lord, Lord, wilt thou slay also a righteous nation? Said he not unto me, she is my sister. And she, even she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and innocency of my hands have I done this. Are you you getting that? I I hate to keep interrupting the story, but it's just, it's, it's, it's so funny. It didn't waste any time in the story. They just had one one verse saying he went somewhere else. He did the Mm -hmm. exact same thing. It backfired immediately. God said, you're a dead man. The king said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I I didn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah, this isn't my story. (laughs) This is the other guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I I don't know. This caught me in a funny place. Um, (laughs) And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart. For I also withheld thee from sinning against me, therefore suffered I thee not to touch her. So so he's, as I understand, God is saying, um, yeah, I know you didn't do it because I stopped you from doing it. I scared the hell out of you. Okay. Or he, but, or he stopped him like earlier in the day, he's saying? He's kind of unprovable. <laughs> It feels very, uh, this is like another Trump God moment. It's serious. He's saying like, I did it. I'm going to kill you for doing this. Hey, I didn't do it. Yeah, I know you didn't do it because I stopped you from doing it. Very what? minority report also, like, <laughs> crime. you can't, you know, he's you punishing prove it, But you were about to. You were gonna, and so I'm going to punish you anyway. But this is a worse version of pre-crime because he didn't stop him right as the act was going to happen. He was like, no, no, no I, I made it. Not happen just, seems like he just like they were hanging out together or something. He, I feel like God is shocked that he didn't do it, and is like, uh, "What? Oh, I know, I know, I know, you didn't do it. Making I know new rules on the spot. I, yeah, I stopped you. <laughs> um, now therefore, restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not." Know thou that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are thine. Then you're a dead man. Then you're (laughs) You're dead if you don't give her back. Sounds like a schoolyard bully who's like, I'm going to catch, but I will catch you. Anyway. It's interesting that um, Abimelech, this guy, was so quickly able to put together that clearly the guy who said that this woman's my sister, like they're actually married. Yes. Cause he, you would think he would be like, wait, who's the husband? Who, who is this guy? Oh, it's her brother. It's the only other guy. It, yeah. He just like already knew. It's like, I know what's going on here. Those guys were weird. You know, like he quickly was like, she's my sister. And then she was like, I swear I'm her. I'm his sister. So he's like, I should have realized. 
Yeah. I hope he and the Pharaoh like have a drink after this and just kind of unpack the situation. She did the same thing to you? Yeah, he did. And then God came up like psychotically. (laughs) And then Abimelech is like, can I ask you something? What, what was her name? And he's like, it was Sarah. Or Sarai. Sarai. Mine was Sarah. Mine was Sarah. I thought I heard about this Sarai thing. And so I didn't think it was the same people. But now she's Sarah. They're crazy, man. Just don't get involved with them. Just avoid these people. Like whatever they say, whether they're sisters, wives, just say, get out of this town. Just get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Good to meet you, but please. Therefore, Abimelech, Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants, and told all these things in their ears. And the men were sore afraid. Is that how what you're just saying? Uh, Just that end. Like, I've never heard that phrase. They were sore afraid. afraid. I thought you were just saying so afraid. No, they're like, sore. They're so afraid they're sore. Wow. Ow! Ow. It scared them so bad. (laughs) Yeah, it it does say great fear swept through the crowd. Yeah. And he told them what happened. They were sore afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? I, I'm giving a, like him a little like modern day kind of Lilt bit of shade. A, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. <laughs> what hast thou done unto us? And what have I offended thee that thou hast brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. Totally fair. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, what, saw, what sawest thou that thou hast done this thing? This is a great question. I'm so curious. Yeah. About I love that he's just going straight for it too. Like pure confrontation. Like, hey man, what's the deal? What's going on here? Just like the Pharaoh is like, yeah. as I understand, this is what happened. Why? Why did you do this? And uh, <laughs> I like these these, these leaders. And They're inspiring it, to be like, you know what? If someone does this to you, you should ask them. Go right up to the, yeah. Don't like, av- don't go avoid it. Just say, what were you thinking? What, tell me. <laughs> yeah. And Abraham said, because I thought surely the fear of God is not in this place and they will slay me for my wife's sake. And yet indeed she is my sister. She is the daughter of my father but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. Is Ew, weird that detail that they... True? I don't know. Is he trying to make it happen again? Are they saying, is, is Sarah his father's daughter? Who is Abraham's daughter again? I mean, son, father? Gosh. God? Oh. <laughs> no, no, I know it's not God. Not Adam. No way. Ugh. Well, quite. You know what? Question for another time. Let's let's assume he's telling the truth, but it seems weird either way. And also, kind of like beside the, I don't think he's really answering Abimelech's question really by saying like, technically, she is my she sister. Is. It's like, hey, wait, 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 wait. God told me I'm a dead man. So yeah, yeah okay. That <laughs> really you might technically be her sibling. That's a whole separate thing that I don't even want to touch. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't care. Really, the question was, why didn't you say she's your wife? (laughs) That's the bigger question. (laughs) And it came to pass when God caused me to... uh, Abraham's still talking. And it came to pass when God caused me to wander from my father's house 
that I said unto her, This is thy kindness which thou shalt show unto me. At every place whither we shall come, say of me, He is my brother. So, can I... What? It seems like he's... It's a, you know, repeat of that same story, kind of, that... When God sent me to travel far from my father's home, I told her, wherever we go, have the kindness to say that you are my sister. Oh, so it's kind of like circular logic. He's like, why do you do it? Oh, well, because I told her to do it. Oh. He's like, you know what? It w- All right. Okay. Here. <laughs> I'm exasperated. Yeah. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and, man- and men servants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham and restored him Sarah, his wife. Okay, so just like the Pharaoh, here's a bunch of stuff. Every time. This is their hustle. (laughs) This is his move. Yeah, it's like, you know what? I would would pay to get you out of my life, so here you go. You win. Well, actually, because I... Well, the Abimelech... And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before thee. Dwell where it pleaseth thee. And unto Sarah he said, Behold... I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes unto all that are with thee and with all other. Thus she was reproved. So that's funny. He's like, he's still calling Abraham her brother. In mine, it's in quotes too, which is like oh, really? feeling that's a real slight. That's really modern. Like, okay, your brother. Brother. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also saying like, look, I've given your brother a bunch of money, but also at the same time, um, he, we're not going to touch you because, because uh, side note, not, we know he's also your husband and right. uh, he's just yeah, like, do whatever you want. I just, just, this is insane. It is a great hustle that Abraham and Sarah have going, right? That it's like, go to a kingdom. Sarah must be absolutely beautiful. Like just, even though she talks about like an old lady aren't they like a hundred years old at this point oh yeah wasn't she complaining like oh i'm so yeah. barren i'm so old such an old loser i'll never yeah, have wait, a child you're right they're like so old she's like melisandre in game of thrones when she like takes off her um her, sexy disguise yeah. and she's a old witch. hag witch yeah. yeah crone crone um but i guess she's a beautiful crone She's and they're like, crown. hey, this is my sister. And he's like, oh, my God, I got to be with her. And then it's like, uh-uh. God, God. God, God, look what's happening. And then they get a bunch of money. Okay. I, I'm so <laughs> embarrassed if I turn out to be a son of Abraham. I think we, I think we are. It I seems like. It. I feel like he's the father of Jewish people. And yikes. Bad Dang. start. <laughs> I mean. Such a, God, he's being like such a bad Jew right now. It's like, he, you know, when there's like a famous Jewish person does something bad and you're like, God damn it. Why did that have like, why us? Couldn't that be somebody else? Totally. You got to represent the team a little bit. Yeah, this is a real stink. Yes, this is bad. <laughs> um, And to finish off this chapter. So Abraham prayed unto God and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants and they bear children. For the Lord had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Oh, wow. So God did, even hearing that he did nothing at all, he made everyone barren for a while. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh-huh. 
because Abraham told me because Abraham's my boy. Why is he making Abraham out to be like the guy in charge? It seems to me that God is in charge and Abraham should be acting the way God is. Right. God should be be acting crazy and Abraham should be backing God up. Yeah. Be like, I'll, I'll cream him, God, if you want me to, but yeah, I'll do whatever you tell me to You're God. Let's make him barren. What do you want me to do? Just to impress God. That's the other way around. It's like Abraham has this crazy ploy that he keeps running. And God is like, no, he's right. He's actually correct. Don't do it. So crazy. Okay. Okay. What are we supposed to be taking from this? I don't know. And it's also funny, this chapter is just so similar to another chapter, you know? It's like they just did it again. Again, well, we talk about this in our uh, premium content with Tom. Oh, right. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. If you listen to uh, the premium premium content. content. Yeah, say no more on that. (laughs) Well, that was funny. It was definitely funny. You know what? Sometimes like repetition is very funny. Comedy, good comedy rule. It worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you saw it coming and it just it was satisfying to see it happen. Just happen again. And then they added a little twist to it. They made all the women infertile. For <laughs> and I guess a tiny difference is now Abraham is in this land. I don't even remember what the land is called, but he's still in he's uh, still in Abimelech's town or whatever. Abimelech is like, Abraham! <laughs> so maybe we'll see. Maybe there'll be some funny neighbor stuff in the next chapter. All right, let's do it. Okay. Um, chapter 21. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived and bare Abraham a son in his old age at the set time of which God had spoken to him. Uh, editor's note, which I think was like a year after he's, this is a year later than when he said, he said, I'm going to give you a son in a year. And he did. You know, this is like, if you, this is an early, you're reading the Bible for the first time, you know, thousands of years ago, and you're seeing this, it's pretty impressive that God, God, God yeah, God delivered on his promise. You're like, Oh, this guy's good. Mm. Did a lot of crazy beforehand, but Okay, he made her pregnant. Yeah, kind of if you read the Bible as if you're learning about this guy, God, for the first time, then you kind of would, we know God does anything he wants, Mm -hmm. but you might not know that yet. And so maybe there was an open question of like, hey, this guy promised this kind of surprising thing. Is he going to pull it out? And he did. He did. So you're like, oh, this God guy is like really got something. He's a little crazy, but you know, he gets it done and- he seems to work pretty hard. <laughs> he cares. He protects his homies. Yes. Yeah. Very loyal. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac, being eight days old, as God had commanded him. And Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. And Sarah said, Chopped his, pe- his son's foreskin. And Abraham was a hundred years old when he had the pleasure of chopping his son's foreskin <laughs> by himself. No one else there to do it. He had to wait a whole century to do that, but he got there. <laughs> got it. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a big moment for Abraham. He was complaining. He was whining in for multiple chapters about how much he wanted this. A sullen loser. I'm never going to have kids. And he did. And he got to know. circumcise him. 
And Sarah said, I wonder if they'll, I wonder, side note, if they will um, talk about his feelings. I'm going to guess no. Probably not. They Hard forgot no. about that. Yeah. <laughs> they never explore the thing you're interested in. That they made such a point of how much he wanted this. And let's see if he cares at all that he got it. Nope. <laughs> and Sarah said, God hath made me to laugh so that all that here will laugh with me. And she, what? Terrifying thing to say after like just giving birth. What she said, what is she saying? God, God made me laugh. All who hear about this will laugh with me. She hmm. can't get over it. She has pretty low self-esteem. She loves it. Oh, she thinks it's so funny that she's like giving birth to this baby. Being an old hag. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah. An old, <laughs> sexy, desirable hag. Puffin and puffin pushing out a kid. Ha! That's like Lisa Lampanelli or <laughs> Still got it. And she said, who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given chi- children suck? Wait, who would have said unto Abraham? And she said, who would have said unto Abraham that Sarah should have given children suck? For I have borne him a son in his old age. Oh, so she's still laughing. She's like, this is hilarious. Can you believe it? <laughs> Me, Sarah. Giving a child suck. <laughs> <laughs> what are they sucking? I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. Look at these old things. Woo! <laughs> Sarah. Uh, Sarah has so few lines. So every time she says something, you're like, this is a big part of her character that she thinks is hilarious. Yeah, she can't get over it. And the child grew and was weaned. <clears throat> excuse me, weaned. And Abraham made a great feast the same day that Isaac was weaned. And Sarah saw the son of Hagar, the Egyptian, which she had borne unto Abraham, mocking. Mocking. Oh, oh, Hagar is making fun of Isaac. Is that what, is that what that? Sarah, oh wait, I'm sorry. No, the other way around? Yeah, Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Abraham and her Egyptian servant Hagar, making fun of Isaac. So it's a little boy? I don't remember his. Oh yeah. His name was Ishmael. I remember that. How old is he at this point? Is he like a hundred two or is he 15? Um, a rowdy teen. I feel like he's, yeah, I think he's a rowdy teen. I don't think he's old. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. He's a young uh, guy. Young guys laughing at a kid. Wherefore she said unto Abraham, cast out this bondwoman and her son for the son of this bondwoman shall not be heir with my son, even with Isaac. Sarah could really turn on a dime. She turns on a dime and... She's having fun and then immediately just goes right into a pretty harsh kind of anger um, tantrum. Yeah, and as I recall, didn't like the woman, Hagar, she didn't even want to be there. She like left and an angel told her like, come back, everything's fine. Like you're going to have lots of descendants and like it's all chill. Okay. And so it's like, I don't want to be here either, crazy lady. So mean to her servant. And the thing was very grievous in Abraham's sight because of his son. And God said unto Abraham, Let it not be grievous in thy sight because of the lad and because of thy bondwoman. In all that Sarah hath said unto thee, hearken unto her voice. For in Isaac shall thy seed be called. Awful. This is God, terrible. Yeah, God's like, I'm on her side. <laughs> Are you crazy, God? Why do you care about this? Yeah, such a non-God issue. Yeah, like, wouldn't the God issue be that there are people in front of him that are 
his people, the things he's made? Wouldn't he yes. care more about that? Like, treat the, they're all people. They're all people. You like all of them. Yeah. And he's your son. He's your son. And we, like, we, you love him. There's no way not to, but he's literally just like. And at the time, you didn't have Sarah was barren. It right. Was like, I mean, this was your. It's weird. Don't worry about Ishmael. Don't, 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 don't get caught up in that dad stuff. Okay. It's all going Isaac. It's all going Isaac now. <laughs> I'm on team Isaac. A hundred percent. Trust me. Okay. Remember I went into that guy's dream yesterday. Trust me. Oh yeah. And then you're a dead man. <laughs> yeah. Remember I, said, hey, I got your back. Listen to me. Listen to Sarah. Go with Isaac. And God continues. And also of the son of the bond woman, will I make a nation because he is thy seed. Okay, so he's saying, don't worry about it. Send them off, and they're going to be fine, too. They're going to have a nation as well. So, and Abraham rose up early in the morning and took bread and a bottle of water and gave it unto Hagar, putting it on her shoulder and the child, and sent her away. A plastic bottle of Dasani water. Gave her a bottle of Dasani, (laughs) gave her, I don't know, what's bread, like a loaf of wheat bread, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dave's killer bread. Dave's <laughs> Dasani and said, eh, please leave. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. Wow. So he just entered into the wilderness. Bummer. Dang. And the water was spent in the bottle, and she <laughs> and she cast the child under one of the shrubs. So the water did not last very long. Yeah, this makes it seem like it's like the first bush that they saw. Like she's not even out of their sight. And she like chugged the water, tossed it, littered it, and then like left the kid under a bush. Oh man, this is brutal. <laughs> and she went and sat her down over against him a good way off as it were a bow shot. For she said, um, oh yeah, please. Then she went and sat down by herself about a hundred yards away. Wow, that's a bow shot? A hundred no, yards. It's like as far as you can shoot a bow. About a hundred yards, give or take. And she said, I don't want to watch the boy die. She said as she burst into tears. Yeah. And I haven't said that part yet. So I'm just going to say it just for, just because for pure completionist sake, so that everyone knows every word of this King James Bible was read. She said, for she said, for she said, let me not see the death of the child. And she sat over against him and lift up her voice and wept. Brutal. And God heard the voice of the lad And the angel of God called to Hagar out of heaven and said unto her, What aileth thee, Hagar? Fear not, for God hath heard the voice of the lad where he is. I don't know. It seems like, what's the word for it? A bit of a fake. It seems kind of fake. God being fake? Yeah, just this God, this this angel asking, like, what's what's wrong? It's like, you know what's wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, man. Oh, it's another situation, too, where it seems like God forgot about the thing he promised. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, what's going on? Oh, oh, yeah, no, I remember Hagar and the kid. Yeah, totally. You guys are going to have a a nation. That's right. Yeah, this angel is saying, like, God heard, God knows, heard your son crying. But it's like, well, God was the same guy who, like, whispered to Abraham, like, yeah, do it. Like, kick her out. (laughs) He's crying now. Don't worry. God will take care of you. Okay. So the angel continues. Oh, I, here's another question we should ask. Like when they say like an angel of God said this or that, is that a whole other person or is that just like 
a god again. Yeah, like a different form, like Zeus being a goose or something. Yeah, is it, is it a goose Zeus, or is it like, yeah, or is it like an angel, like a whole other guy with his own attitude and situation? That's what I, I my assumption has been. Whenever they've said angel, it's another guy, but I don't know. We'll have to ask. Me too. Um. So okay, the angel continues. Arise, lift up the lad, and hold him in thine hand, for I will make him a great nation. And God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water, and she went and filled the bottle with water, and gave the lad drink. Ah. And God was with the lad, and he grew and dwelt in the wilderness and became an archer. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, that's like kind of the first cool job. I Ooh, feel yeah, like. like a wilderness archer child, like Robin Hood style. I like it. And he dwelt in the wilderness of Paran, Paran, or Paran, and his mother took him a wife out of the land of Egypt. And it came to, what's this kid's name? Oh, we know, it's Ishmael. Ishmael, yeah. Right. right. And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech and... Oh, yeah, Abimelech, we know him from the last chapter. And it came to pass at that time that Abimelech and Phichol the chief captain of his host spake unto Abraham saying, God is with thee in all that thou doest. Now, therefore swear unto me here by God that thou wilt not deal falsely with me, nor with my son, nor with my son's son, but according to the kindness that I have done unto thee, thou shalt do unto me and to the land wherein thou hast sojourned. Just so you guys, just so people know, um, it's in, Abimelech is with his army commanders, the translation that I have for Fichal. And he's saying, swear to me that you won't deceive me, my children, my descendants. I've been loyal to you. Swear you'll be loyal to me and to this country that you're living. Oh, so we're like in a new scene. Maybe, every time, it says, maybe every time it says, and it came to pass at that time, dot, 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 where it means like we've entered a new scene. Gotcha. Maybe. Fade in. Fade in. Abimelech and his captain of the army. Are riding their steeds, and they're saying, "Abraham, don't f, don't f with. I won't f with you. You don't f with me." I've shown you, I'm a good guy. <laughs> I never slept with her. I don't. I don't want to get into it again. But yeah, like you're the brother. You're her yeah, brother. yeah, yes, sir, brother, brother, sister, great. And Abraham said, "I will swear." Okay, let's see if that lasts. I know something tells me no way, right? Him <laughs> <laughs> to agree so quickly. I'm worried. I don't know. Just anytime you have a pair, any character saying, okay, uh, yeah, I swear. Sounds good to me. And then God saunters in. Oh, I didn't say anything about my friend God, though. I, I can't. <laughs> He's the wild card. And Abraham reproved Abimelech because of a well of water, which Abimelech's servants had violently taken away. So... Uh- so he's like, I swear to it, I'm going to be loyal to you. And then he just immediately starts complaining. <laughs> you know what's been bothering me? There's this well, and your servants have taken violently from my servants. It's, you know, it's kind of, it's a bunch of baloney. <laughs> You're like Abimelech? Oh my gosh, if I were Abimelech, I'd be like, this is so frustrating. He's a little bit like um, Kenny Banya from uh, Seinfeld. You remember oh, Kenny? No, what's he's like? He's like a a comedian, like quote unquote friend of Jerry's in the in the show. But he he's just kind of annoying. 
And every time he sees Jerry, he's like, Jerry, we got to get together. And like, he makes them hang out. It's just like the guy you just don't want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like if I were the leader of this town, it's like, like, (laughs) shoot, I got to go say something. And then he realizes like, you know what? I better just clear this up. Hey man, let's just be loyal to each other. That's it. Sure. You got it. By the way. By the way, what's with this well? You keep taking from my well. We, we were just on our way out. I don't, uh, Okay. I've given you so much oxen and land <laughs> and the well itself. And you're complaining that we take from your well. It's too violent the way you guys drink the water. It's just violent the way you take it. I don't. <laughs> it's crazy. Share the water nicer. And Abimelech said, I wot not who... I wot not who hath done this thing. What's uh, this word wot is du- there's a word in the Bible W O T. I wot not who hath done this thing. What? I have a translation for what he says in this verse. Okay, he says I wot not I wot not who hath done this thing. Neither didst thou tell me, neither yet heard I of it, but today. So it that's fair, but this version is a lot more exasperated. Okay. Is this is the first I've heard of it. <laughs> and I have no idea who's responsible. Why didn't you say something about this before? <laughs> so reasonable. He's like really trying. He's trying so hard. He's like, I know this guy's got this God behind him. I can't do anything. <laughs> but he's crazy. Okay. Okay, okay, there's a well. I, I don't know who started it or what's going on. This is the first I'm hearing of it. You didn't tell me about it. You're really hot. Right? Let's like take a deep breath. <laughs> Explain it to me. Abraham is so unpleasant. So unpleasant. And Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them, gave them unto Abimelech, and both of them made a covenant. Okay, that's nice. And Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock by themselves. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What mean these seven ewe lambs which thou hast set by themselves? And he said, He presumably is Abraham, for, oh no, 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 he's continuing, oh, whatever. For these seven ewe lambs shalt thou take of my hand, that they may be a witness unto me that I have digged this well. Wherefore he called that place Beersheba, because there they swear both of them. Let me help you out. <laughs> what? This is a lot. But it's Abraham then gave him some lambs. Yeah. And Abimelech said, why are you doing that? <laughs> Abraham replied, they're my gift to you as public confirmation that I dug this well, which seems like that's a lie, right? Like he didn't do that. There's no <laughs> but, way this guy dug a well. He's so yeah, lazy. Someone else's kingdom, but Abimelech is probably like, fine, you could take credit for it. I don't care. Yeah, these seven um, lambs see it. So ever since the, that place has been known as Beer, Beersheba, uh, which means well of the oath, because that was where they had sworn an oath. Sure, that makes sense. Fine. Yeah, call it Beersheba, man. Good seeing you again. Nice to bump into you. That's crazy. That's totally crazy. Okay. Anyway, thus they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech rose up and Phicol, Phicol, the chief captain of his host, the army guy, and they returned into the land of the Philistines. And Abram planted a grove in Beersheba and called there on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God, 
And Abraham sojourned in the Philistines' land many days. That's the end of the chapter. I have a couple questions. Did Abimelech leave his own land and go somewhere else? And then Abraham followed him? (laughs) And then Abraham followed him. (laughs) He's like, I got another thing to complain about. It says that they returned home to the land of the Philistines. So I imagine they just went back. To where that's where they came from. Yeah, and that either way, they just like are neighbors for a long time. Yeah, I'm a little confused about the like the locations of where people are, but maybe they're all this maybe it's all pointless and they're all in the same place. Either way, yeah. It's Abraham is annoying. He's basically just like the annoying neighbor to Abimelech for the rest of his life. I'm so curious also like this covenant at Beer Sheba. Like yeah. you know what is that? little again spoiler alert about the premium content where we talk to our theologian friend like how it's like these covenants always see like mean something larger like oh that's the this whole story of the covenant explains how we got to some geographical divide in the real world you know like oh that explains why the, the such and such people are friends with the such and such people like I'm fat. I would really like to know, like, what's the point of this totally random covenant? This is so weird. Yeah. And and of all the stories, it was a pretty sucky story. Like it was just Abraham being annoyed about how rude he perceived Abimelech's soldiers or, you know, hands being. It was kind of like a transition story because there was like Sarah was laughing about giving having a child the servant was sent into the wilderness, but her son grew up to be like a cool archer. And oh, yeah. like back in town, it was more or less like a montage. Yeah. It's like a montage. Like the leader, Abimelech is like trying to just keep the peace with Abraham and they're just kind of getting into it. And just a lot of stuff, different stuff happened. Yeah. It's like, we're following the different characters and they're kind of off on their own little adventures for now. And we'll see if they come back or not. Yeah, it's kind of like another Game of Thrones reference when all the characters end up like splitting apart. Yeah, the puzzle pieces are moving. They're all out there now, and maybe they'll come back together later in the Bible. <laughs> I don't think yeah, so. I don't think so. But let's see. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to know more about that Archer boy. I bet he'll have. Yeah, Ishmael making the most of you know maybe what seemed like kind of a tough life. Yeah, I mean, so far I see, I personally am on I'm on team everyone who's not the main characters. I'm on team snake. I'm on team. I'm on team. Whatever this guy's name is, Abimelech and team Pharaoh. Pharaoh. They're such good leaders. And I'm on team Hagar and her boy who are in the wilderness. Who got the raw end of the deal. Like all these, I mean, what if Ishmael did did laugh at a baby? (laughs) His one. one He did laugh at a baby. Laugh at a baby is like, look at this loser, that's stupid true. baby. That's true. He's not. He's not um, innocent. Yeah, he's not perfect. But I do like the Archer thing, and I do like Hagar, and I love Sarah roasting herself as an old mom. Um, yeah, that was funny. Hey, mom, unbelievable. <laughs> she cannot get over. She couldn't. She was laughing when the promise was made in the first place, and even when it happened, she just thinks it's hilarious. I just gave birth. Can you believe it? Hysterical. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. That's the Bible. That's all you can really say ending that chapter is like, hey, man, whatever works.
Yeah, whatever floats your boat. I guess that's a chapter. <laughs> I guess that is a, technically a chapter. And you know, hey. it did kind of lift my spirits a little bit. Hey, we found a little bit of solace, and it was true. That's true. It was pretty fun to do amidst a global pandemic where I'm essentially locked in my house. So yeah, it was nice to, um, you know, travel through our imagination and humanity's past. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It was a nice little reprieve. Well, um, I think that's it. I think we, we talked that's earlier it. before we were recording. We might, I think we're going to ab- ab- abandon this whole come up with a prayer at the end of every episode too hard. Okay. See you later. Just, <laughs> just too much, right? And uh, I mean, email yeah. if you want it. Bible Brothers, <laughs> yeah, Bible no Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. We're reading the Bible either way, so whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us what you want or what you like. We're reading them. It's just us. So we're reading everything where it's a two man operation. Oh yeah. For all the people listening, thinking that this is like a, a conglomerate and we're just the faces of a, of a massive operation where there's thousands of people working on the Bible brothers podcast. And, uh, and that certainly your emails are just going into some sort of folder for nothing for like an HR intern to pour through. That's not the case. And automatic responses. Yeah, automatic responses to most of them. We're trying to get to your email. Give us 24 to 48 hours to respond. Our customer service reps are happy to talk to you. Yeah, it's just it's just us. And and let's be honest, it's really just Dan. That is true, because Robert edits the episode. So it's I, I just edit. me out there. Yeah, so if you basically, if you want to email Dan and tell him what you think. <laughs> and say, hey, what's up? <laughs> or just say, hey, what's up? Do it. If you want us to stop, don't forget. You can tell us that too. Oh, yeah. And if one person says the word stop in capital letters, <laughs> we will shut down the whole podcast because we're, we're going to be so upset. <laughs> yeah. So go for it if that's what you want. <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, this was great. Um, until next time, uh, read your Bibles, stay safe, stay healthy out there, and we'll see you soon. Uh, bye, everyone. Bye bye.